Hello, promoters, and welcome to Roll Up. That's the name of this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's this so. is what we do. Think so, isn't it? Okay. It was last time I checked, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> Uh, it has been a few weeks, uh, and it has been a few weeks. Uh, there's been a lot going on, uh, professionally, personally, etc. And, uh, we just, you know, have not really had the, the time, the drive at times to get something out sooner. And for that, we certainly apologize, but we hope that you will understand that between illnesses and holidays and everything else in between, uh, it's been, it's been a little tricky. I had three Christmases this year. I, I don't know how to do that. That's just a weird thing to me. <laughs> uh, I've always been. I hosted Christmas two Christmases. Yeah, I hosted I two. No, I know. That's uh, my, my in-laws did the same. And since you know we're living with them right now, I guess we technically kind of did as well. So it was it was a full house, but. I lost. I lost my voice, Sam. I was. I was. I was without a voice. I mean, it was. We couldn't <laughs> it's good do thing the podcast. We didn't record that. You know, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> physically unable to perform. I, oh, it's. I was on the pup list. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I'm. I'm glad that we're all back. That we're all well met, and I'm glad that we can uh, deliver another roll up in a new year. It's 2023, and when last we spoke, it was 2022. So here we are. And happy uh, New Year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year. Um, we're going to be bringing you our top five Champions of the Galaxy related releases from 2022. But before we do all of that, Todd, how are you? I'm doing all right. Doing yeah. good. Everything good? Everything's good now. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a rocky couple of weeks there, but things are things are really up and up. And uh, yeah, getting now kind of jazzed up and looking forward uh, to the new year here. We... You know, announce the perennial and stuff. And oh, we're gonna know, get there. <laughs> got a bunch of stuff uh, planned there. Getting excited about twenty twenty three. Fantastic, fantastic, Mike. How you doing? I'm great, Sam. I'm great. Good. You know, good. You know, it, it, it's good to be here. back with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice to be doing this again. And like you said, there was a personal stuff going on for folks, illnesses, all sorts of things. So. Uh, and we always take a we usually take a two week break anyway. So this is really only one week longer than we normally take at the end of the year, but it feels longer for some reason or another. Yeah, it know. does. <laughs> you, the, you know, it's funny the past I, I, the past couple of months in general just feel kind of long and stretched out. Uh, and, and on the one hand, I can't complain because you know I love the holiday season, but on the other hand, it's just sort of like man, it just it feels like I fell into a bit of a, a black hole for a minute. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's doing good. It's good to see you guys' faces. You know, we do this on the Zoom, and uh, we obviously have been talking quite a bit uh, over the past few weeks, but um, to actually be here doing this, is uh, it's a good thing. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, now, Todd, you mentioned something that's going to take place in just 12 days, so fill yeah. us all in on the Phil Singer Games Perennial 20. 23 all right so uh the perennial which which i kind of view as the biggest virtual con of the year now we do have galacticon which is our overall biggest convention but you know this the bit you know so much of that is the in-person piece and so many people are there for that but this is like i see is really our our landmark big virtual con of the year and with that we have a little bit more in terms of virtual tournaments which we're going to start off the day with on Saturday, January 28th, we have four tournaments that are going to happen. We have a GWF 2138 tournament. 
Um, an all-time greats for Champions of the Galaxy. Uh, we have our Best of the Indies tournament and our Legends of the Northeast tournament, which will feature a lot of the new cards that just came out uh, over the holidays. And following that, we'll have our perennial championship. I know the last couple of years we did that at the end of the day, but figured this time we'll just do all the tournaments up front. And then after the, after a little bit of a break, we'll have our, our panel discussion. And um, a couple of things with the panel discussion, we do have a guest, and that is going to be legendary uh, Texas referee James Beard, who we all have met at uh, the uh, TNT Hall of Fame before. Great, great guy. Look forward to talking to him. Absolutely. Uh, he's got a couple stories. He's got a couple. Just, oh, a, just yeah. a handful. Yeah. He's, he's, he's such an incredibly nice, warm individual, too. Like, all yeah. the interactions I had with him at the Hall of Fame, he just, you know, easy easy to get him to smile, easy to get him to talk, you know, just, just a good good guy, nice guy. I really enjoyed his company. Yeah. I'm look, looking forward to talking to him, hearing some more of his stories. Uh, we'll hear from Tom Filsinger as well. We'll have the Lair of the Dark Menace and then uh, our uh, panel, which will uh, discuss a lot of different things to come up for uh, 2023. Um, uh, you know, not only, you know, our beginning of the year releases, but we'll talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what to expect throughout the year. Maybe not all the the different uh you know, set names and stuff like that, but at least to kind of know, you know, how, how the year is going to flow for us and, and what we have planned. Uh, and then we will have a, at the end of the uh, discussion there, we will have a uh, small charity auction uh, that will benefit the TNT Hall of Fame as we usually do. So we'll have a couple things. I have a couple things also, um, just kind of like a flat rate thing um, as well that, you know, if you want uh, to just make a donation, uh, you know, without bidding, you know, with some of the crazy bids that go out there, uh, just to give everybody an opportunity to, to get something to come out of that too. So I'll, I'll have uh, some things on hand for that. So. Nice. That's cool. It's unique. I like that. That's a, it's a good opportunity to, you know, not only raise money, but also to, uh, yeah, give people a chance to to participate and get some, get some cool loot in the process. So I dig Definitely. it. I look forward to seeing, uh, seeing what you got in mind. And, um, uh, this time we have three different cards that there. So normally we've done all our champions of the galaxy and legends of wrestling card. We will have an Indies card as well this time, which will be uh, something new. And, uh, I think it'll be a card people will be really interested in. I don't think hardly anybody's going to expect it. Um, but, uh, I think people will be pretty, uh, pretty happy with it once, once the name gets announced. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, should we spoil, I think we should spoil the fact that it's not Kevin Sullivan, Indy or, uh, flippity flop, um, uh, classy Freddie Blassie. No, <laughs> is that okay if we spoil that on the show? I think so. Yeah, I think it's fine. All right. I didn't mean to, you know, Makes overstep sense. my bounds there. And, and yeah. although, although it was discussed, the fabulous clam is not the Champions of the Galaxy card either. So you know, just no, you hate to no, ruin this. No. That would be that. just have to hold out for next time. um no that's that i that that is exciting uh three cards and and of course this is all for 15 dollars. so you know when it comes right down to it not only you get access to this uh cool event to hang out do the tournaments listen to the panels but you're also getting three uh limited edition cards which you know it's kind of wild because we've seen these cards become hot commodities. And every time we say, hey, make sure you, you know, sign up just so you can get your cards, people do that. People are doing that. And yet the cards still afterwards sell for sometimes absurd prices, like triple digits. And I am always just like, 
how is this happening? You know, but, but Hey, Nacho mania. Nacho mania. Yeah. Yeah. Continues to run wild. Um, so yeah, I would say, I would say certainly, uh, even for the cards, it's, you know, it's worth it, right? 15 bucks, three cards, not bad, especially when they're limited edition and sometimes go for quite a bit more. Um, and, uh, any announcements that will be held. And you'll also get the online, um, the online versions of all those too, but just to add on there too, for the online players. So you get, you know, two versions of each of the different cards. So that's a pretty, we try to make it worth your while there. Absolutely. Todd, can we announce that there will be announcements? We can announce there will be announcements indeed. Yes. Yes. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll mention the, the, the theme, the, you know, the, the set names, the themes of all the, all the sets that'll come out the, the beginning of the year for each product line. We'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, promoter prime for the year, as well as, you know, some other things to kind of expect. How about, how about we, we make an online announcement? Can, I think we make an online online announcement? announcement will be can I do that? Can we work that in? I think we have, we can do that. I see why I not? No guy. You can, can right. make that happen. You know, you know a guy. All right, I know a guy. <laughs> uh, I I will just say uh, as as a bit of a tease, I am super excited about the releases coming in the spring. Uh, the Legends announcement in particular is 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 a really cool one, and um, I think it's going to be a great set. And then, of course, uh, on the COTG side of things, we got some cool stuff in stores too. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Uh, and of course, Indies will not be be uh, left out either. But um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to to the con. They're, I mean, I say it every time, but it's true. They're always a really good time, and, and the time tends to kind of just fly by. And uh, I, I always think to myself, okay, you know, when, when's the next one? And, and especially like with you know getting the opportunity to interview the guest, I'm always wondering like, you know, who we're going to get next time, and and what's that going to be like? Because they just continue to be so much fun and and a highlight uh, for me, um, just just in general, just in life. Uh, and I'm sure that James Beard will be no exception um he's got a book uh if you've not uh, checked it out uh, i can certainly recommend it i picked it up from him at uh tnt hall of fame uh and uh got a lovely little inscription on it um but uh buy your tickets 15 bucks it'll be saturday january 28th uh what are those times again todd so the uh the tournaments run from uh, start at 11 they'll run through three uh then we'll have the uh, perennial championship from three to three thirty um and then the panels will uh will start at four o'clock starting with james beard at four o'clock this is all eastern time fantastic thank you for making a note of that uh for my feeble brain um <laughs> he's bias. Yeah, he's bias. Bias. that's right we definitely have that <laughs> um well, cool. Well, I'm glad that we've got some announcements starting to roll out again after things being pretty quiet uh, there for a while. Obviously, uh, you know, I know that uh, with the holidays and getting the the last sets out and everything, it's nice to just take a bit of a step back, uh, especially because of the holidays, spend time with family. Um, and uh, there's just not been much news to report. So there's really not any other news or notes to go through, any other news or notes from Fed HQ. Uh, I will just say, uh, take this quick moment that, you know, the new car have been awesome uh i i just i i've loved the legend set uh you, you know the prime cards fantastic as well um just really um you know tom said it best it's an embarrassment of riches you know we're we're, we're just we're we're living pretty high right now as far yeah. as the releases go um and and i think that uh the the set turned out really really well um and and all the cards you know across the lines turned out really really well so um 
I'm biased uh, for multiple reasons, but of course, you know, getting Pat Patterson is, is, is the best, the best bit of it for me. So uh, pretty, pretty, pretty Merry Christmas around here just for, just for that uh, alone. Um, but Hey, you know, getting that ravishing Rick rude card in prime was no, uh, no slouch either. Mike just went upside down on us. There's some, some sort of shenanigans uh, here ca- in the zoom room. It's a, it's a new camera. I'm just trying out some stuff. So it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of interesting, but anyway, <laughs> Um, well, with all that said, Todd, is there anything else that you want to mention before we uh, move on to the main event here? No, let's head down to the top fives here. All right, let's do it. Well, Mike, if you're through playing with your camera, I'm just going to start with you, sir. Uh, and I believe we will go in ascending order. So from number five, uh, what is your number five release with, of course, an honorable mention uh, for the COTG related game lines in 2022? Well, am I allowed to play the role of Tim Dalton? Of course. You can. Well, I don't know. How grumpy do you feel today? <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, can, I, can, I love Tim. It's funny. People bust his balls sometimes. I mean, I mean, bust his chops sometimes about that. Uh, I got to put a quarter in the swear jar now. But, uh, it's, 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 it's first. Couldn't make it through the first podcast of the year. Ladies I, couldn't, and I couldn't, man. I couldn't do it. Um, but but he's he's just he's a lovely human. I like him a lot. So anyway, uh, go go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, as my fellow Yankees fan, as you can see, if you can't see if you're not in the Zoom room here with us but with the yankees paraphernalia behind me there on the wall but uh absolutely you, you know I'll, I'll uh i'll try and be curmudgeonly as possible just because <laughs> I, um i think that you know the neat thing about this um uh year was that it was just so we had so many different product releases like in just different areas you know we had the two reimagined sets we had the gwf you know we had chronos and then we had Prime, and which had FDR in it, and Kronos guys. And there was just tons of different kinds of characters coming out. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, there's, I guess a couple different categories. One is, you know, just in terms of the um, the artwork, I'll have two honorable mentions for artwork, and that's Darkos. Uh, the, the Darkos reimagined artwork I thought was Warner absolutely killed it, and then totally awesome. Like I really liked mm. Totally Awesome. Like I thought that was a really neat take on the guy without changing his look or changing his vibe. It was still just a neat look at him. So those are mm-hmm. those two. And then I have, you know, sort of two honorable mentions just for taking characters in one of them, a direction I always wanted and one in a direction that I love. And that's Solaris, um, mm. you know, the, you know, uh, the top rope elbow Solaris man uh, <laughs> coming at us in, in, uh, in Kronos. And then sectarian, the uh, the giveaway card we had at the end of the year for the con. Um, yeah. I just, you know, it's just cool to to give a, a give sectarian sort of the treatments. I believe sectarian always deserved. I never hated sectarian as much as uh, I think a lot of people out there did. <laughs> um, but but I thought this card really gave him like a chance to shine as uh, a serious uh, uh, competitor to most people. Uh, and then my final one, it, I could not have an honorable mention list without Tutalis, the tournament master. I mean, that just that <laughs> just has to be an honorable mention. Yeah. So, but I'll go now that I've gotten through the preamble, I'll, I'll go to number five, straight to number five. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go uh, with uh, Mentor from uh, Kronos. Uh, I think that he was a sort of different character, you know, a lot of the Chrono stuff is, you know, sort of by its nature, you know, guys that we already know and mentor clearly is not. And I think 
he sort of brings that demon from the past out without knowing exactly there's a lot of mystery there and i think it's just uh it's cool it's a cool card i like the story i like the card i like the move set it's all good so that's my number five very nice i like it yeah i i I think it was a great character without a doubt and and great card as well all right todd over to you, sir. You can do your honorable mentions as well, if if you have any, if you've chosen to do that. I'll just I'll just give one honorable mention, um, and that was uh, to a card that I think the art just really really pops so much, and it kind of like got you know I saw it from like the initial drawing, and it kept on getting better as it got inked and it got colored, uh, and that was Cannibal from the War mm. Games uh, twenty ninety three set. I think that one absolutely. was just absolutely awesome uh, artwork on there. Always like the character. I mean, obviously nothing. Nothing new with the character there, but I think a, a great imagining of him there and, and really was, you know, the class of all the art for, uh, for that set. Um, and as far as my number five, I'm going to go someone from War Games 2092, and that was the Commissioner Carter uh, card. I uh, really, uh, I like that we were able to bring Chuck Carter you know, into the into the game, into the color set there, kind of, he was the inspiration for the original Commissioner Carter, and I think kind of bringing in uh, Chuck as he is now into the uh, the color version of that card uh, was really neat. I'm glad we got to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yes, <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, so for, for me, I look, I think it was a really cool year of releases. Uh, I thought, uh, origins 2138 was a really great set across the board. And, and I could basically just honorable mention, you know, that entire roster, uh, uh that came out, uh, with the exception of course, of the ones that made my list because some did. Um, and, uh, it, it was weird, you know, to kind of try to evaluate the FTR stuff, uh, because, you know, I did have a hand in that and, and, you know, created a couple of those cards myself. Um, but, uh, but certainly, um, think that there was, there was a lot of great stuff there, uh, as well. And, and then of course, uh, with, with Kronos return to civilization and the Kronos, uh, prime cards, um, it was, it was just a great year. And then, of course, the reimagined sets on top of that. Uh, so for my honorable mentions, uh, I'll go right to Sectarian. Um, you know, again, for the, the reasons that, that Mike mentioned, I thought that that was just a really cool card and, um, you know, and a nice surprise in a lot of ways because I don't think it was necessarily one that people were expecting. And I know that a lot of folks seem to be pretty jazzed about it. I think the artwork's great and stats are great. Um, you know, I wanted to give this one a specific shout out and not just lump it in with with the rest of the cards and that's mr everything i thought mr everything was just a cool card um you know it didn't quite crack my list uh just for arbitrary reasons quite frankly because again it was just such a great card um and then uh commissioner carter uh for all the reasons that todd said i thought it was just a really wonderful tribute uh i just i love the art as soon as i saw it um and i you know again i think that that card is such a unique and special card in the history uh, of the gwf um so to see that that updated art and you know, get it for, uh, for the reimagined set was really cool. Um, for my number five, uh, in complete biased fashion, uh, I'm going to go with passenger 19. I thought passenger 19 was just such a unique card, unique setup, unique bio. Um, and, uh, you know, Mike did such a wonderful job, uh, with that. It was, you know, it was, I mean, obviously it was one of my favorite submissions we got because it's one of the ones that we chose. And, um, I can't wait to see what promoters do with the card and, and quite frankly, how passenger 19 does, uh, not 
not only in other feds, but in, in my fed as well. Uh, and I thought that the art turned out really, really nicely. You, you know, obviously, uh, Mike gave us some, some pretty, uh, great art direction, uh, in terms of that, of that particular card. Uh, but I thought it turned out really, really well. And I think that, uh, they're going to be really interesting character to write for too. Um, and, and hopefully that's something that comes across in, uh, in the new handbook, which hopefully promoters will receive very, very soon, if not already, by the time this podcast drops. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Though. So that's my that's my number five. Uh, Mike, where are you at with number four? Uh, unlike Tim Dalton, I will not go to a new round of honorable <laughs> mentions. With this. Uh, we, we can only rip so much off of that podcast. So I, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll move forward. I'm going to go um, for my number four um, from the 2138 set. I'm going to go with Apex. Um, I really, I mean, first off, anytime there's a new gladiator, Tom always like says, you know, it's a special moment, right? When we have this new gladiator character. And, if you know, I'm just, I have the card here in front of me and I'm just looking at him and I'm going, I mean, he's got a plus five finisher, right? <laughs> and he's a rookie, you know what I mean? And, he, and you can see, there's some actual opportunity for improvement. I mean, he's got a six, three pin, for example. Right. So he's not, he's powerful, but he's got limitations. You know, he's got the two choice C on level three and it's not a choice F or a choice E or anything like it. So he's got some limitations to him, but he's really good. I mean, yeah. and so, yeah. and he's interesting, like, you know, one of the things that would sort of got to the top of my list is, uh, with three out of the four remaining cards was like questions about story. Like, where is this going to go? Like, where is it going to go with him? Where is he in the pecking order of the gladiator team? He clearly thinks he's number one. I think someone may disagree with him on that. And it, it'll be interesting to see what Tom does with it. Uh, yeah, I, I it was really hard for me. Uh, spoilers to not put Apex uh, on my list, uh, and and I agree with everything that you said. I think it's a really it's a really cool release, and 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 definitely gives you a lot of fodder for stories um, down the road. And you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tom does with that. Todd, where are you, sir, with your number four? My number four is also coming uh, from the Origins 2138 set. It is not Apex, uh, but someone from the new Vibe team, and that is Bloody Mary. Um, I thought Bloody Mary, I love the art when I first saw it. just looked really unique. Uh, I don't know if it at all related to Retribution or something like that, but apparently not. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but no, I just thought that was really cool, you know, the, with the, the, the kind of like the beastly looking uh, female character. That is a you know hardcore to get there. I think we saw one version with and without the blood on the dress there, and I think yeah, adding a little yeah. bit of that just to settle them out. I think really you know put that card over the top. Uh, you know, I think some unique stats. I like you know all the different feuds that Bloody Mary has, and uh, yeah, I think just a really unique uh, spot within the GWF. So I, I really like the character. Really, really love the art, and uh, that's my number four. Fantastic. That's a great card. I, it, a spoiler, you know, I did, Bloody Mary didn't make my list, and that was actually one of the names I scratched off of my honorable mention pile. But, mm -hmm. um, but I think a great character, very different than yeah. what Tom's done before, and it's kind of, and, and she's almost got like a, like an awesome Kong or a China kind of vibe going there. That you're mm -hmm. like, she's just like, like bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. And, and, 
there, there's just I, I think she's a she's a character that I'm interested to see what Tom does with her too. Yeah, I mean, if if one is so inclined to use a conversion chart for you know male female matches and were to use that conversion chart, Bloody Mary would still be pretty stacked. Like yes. she's got to give she's got to give a lot of the 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 men in the GWF a run for their money, which is which is pretty cool. This is a unique card, a very very cool card, and and certainly one of my favorites. But alas, she did not make my list. However, at number four, someone that did make my list is one of my favorite characters ever uh and it was so cool to see him back and i think it's a great card i love the art i love the stats and that is none other than havoc um i you know that character has been one that i have just loved from day one and uh i've had so much fun over the years because you know to have a gladiator that that marches to the beat of his own drummer um in a completely different way than say somebody like vengeance you know because vengeance still fit in with you know, the Aetherin like culture uh, and, and Havoc just didn't care about any of that. And I always loved that. And I thought that it really gave the opportunity for some great storytelling. And when he left, I got it. I understood. It felt like it was probably time for him to leave, but man, I, I you know, would have loved to have him back. And then here he is back. And uh, I, again, I just think great storytelling behind his return behind the character. And um Again, some great, great art and stats to boot. So what's not to love? And uh, I look forward to to seeing where he goes from here. All right. That takes us to number three. Where are you, Mike? Ironically, where you wound up four, and that's Havoc. Um, nice. Again, for storyline reasons, I think it's like, where's he been? Tom normally doesn't cycle back to gladiators that this much later into their career, right? I mean, if you think about it, he showed up in uh, in New Beginnings, right? So, you know, we're talking on 19 years ago was when he had debuted, and now he's been away. But he and and I guess to your point, he's always sort of had like more of a wolf feel to me. Sure, you know, in terms of if you want to talk about the Gladiator family, sure, more wolf than vengeance in terms yeah. of his own yeah. drummer, right? You know what I mean? Like, there's you just weren't gonna you know, vengeance was about the hierarchy. He just wanted right. to be at the top of the hierarchy. Right. Right. Where, whereas Havoc doesn't care for the hierarchy and yeah. Wolf sort of the same way, you know, it's, it's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And so he's an interesting character. I was excited to see him back. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, there, there's a lot going on in this set with, you know, grandmaster, God, Godsend grandmaster, all these things going on, but, but to see him come back, to me was um, that was sort of, you know, one of the uh, the biggest deals that, that Tom had in that set. So I'm going to uh, throw that one in there as my uh, number three. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. I should have put him higher. Uh, Todd, <laughs> where's your number? But no, but it made for a great segue that you it put really him It really did, right? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, this was not planned ahead of time, ladies and gentlemen. This was No, that, we've that not... Was, that, we've true. not compared notes. That That's was right. serendipitous. We did not share results prior uh, to doing this. We 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 really never do. We, we like kind of going in cold and just seeing what happens. Um, I, I always think that that's more more fun. So uh, we have no idea. Uh, <laughs> 
know what anyone else's results are. Mike's playing with his camera again. <laughs> you keep playing with it, you'll go blind. Um, so, <laughs> where are you at for number three, sir? All right. So number three. So, you know, these are personal lists, you know, and, mm-hmm. and ones that we're excited about. Um, and, you know, my, then my rest of the list here, you, you could completely blame me for being bias and i'll completely own up to it uh and that starts at number three is this the uh, homer or, or is this the homer piece of the uh countdown yeah pretty much <laughs> i guess yeah so uh number three is you know you guys mentioned you know have it coming back you know a long time character from the past you know <laughs> 15 or so years that you know is really you've enjoyed there well i have someone that uh that, that, that Did you have a new year's resolution to get back into shape that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and this uh, next competitor can help you for a low, low price. Yeah, yeah it's a, with with Plethor Pilates is going to help me get there too. So, uh, you know, we kind of you know started off with FTR. I think you know one of the first you know was like, okay, bring in the character from the GWF. Who's someone we'd want to bring in? And that was the number one top of my list because you know I like ridiculous characters, and I thought <laughs> we could have a lot of fun kind of continuing on with him. So I was really happy that Tom uh, allowed us to uh, you know include Plethodor in there. Uh, I think there's a I had a couple of different. You know, thoughts on different things with Plethador. I kind of wanted a little bit of a Richard Simmons vibe uh, to him. And, uh, you know, like the first one I had didn't quite work, but I think the second one definitely uh, captures some of that ridiculousness. So um, yeah, I think the overall, the stats were a good combination of his first two cards. I tried to bring in there with that. And I think it, it came out pretty good. And, you know, him with Mayhem, I think is uh, definitely a lot of fun, um, you know, fun to have, be had there. So Plethador, my number three. <laughs> probably Fantastic. the only one to have him on anybody's list but that's okay <laughs> no i love it i you know like i said i tried to kind of stay away a little bit for ftr and 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 i'm kicking myself already because uh, i'm sort of like oh i probably should have done this or that but uh i figure you know what the what the hell um i'll just i'll just do some honorable mentions at the end um so <laughs> for my number three uh i went with another 2138 uh card uh from origins and that was diva uh, just because i thought that you know that storyline obviously is pretty front and center in the handbook um but i thought that it was an interesting uh character with some interesting mechanics and she really brought opportunities to the table that might not have existed prior um and i think that anytime we get something that that kind of changes things up a bit uh you know if not wholesale at least certainly in in recent years with a card of that nature um it, it's pretty cool and I, I know that it seems like people have had a lot of a lot of fun with her and 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 uh, you know the new vibe and and kind of the way that that works and the way that her card can work so um yeah i just thought it worked out really really well it was you know it's funny because it was one of those situations where it was not what i expected at all i thought she was going to be an in-ring competitor um you know or or if not an in-ring competitor then then perhaps have those sort of like commissioner-esque stats and while i think the card can certainly lend itself to stuff like that it's it's not that but it's also not a talk show really either it's you know the it's sort of a little bit of a combination of both and yet neither one which i really enjoy so um and the, i thought the artwork was great too so uh so i gave my number three to diva all right mike here we are time for the top two what's your number two sir number two is gonna be a character that we all know and we all know where he went and you know he wound up in the cpc actually of all places uh but I thought that you know this is a great example of how the reimagined stuff can we we could really 
change things up. And that's the collector. I love the fact that we were able to finally put a card back on that card and do something unique that hadn't been done really before. Um, So with, with him having the ability to, you know, sort of influence a vulnerable character uh, and, you know, turn him over to the dark side, so to speak, I thought was a, was a really cool touch. Um, And, and I love the artwork. I mean, Werner absolutely um, killed that artwork with the, uh, I mean, the, the, the little goblet of whatever that is, um, (laughs) that green juice, uh, whatever it might be. Um, Just any, it's like, you know, and he's kind of got that Colonel Mustard look going to him. (laughs) Yes. And I mean that in the best possible way, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's awesome. And I love the card back um, that we were able to finally do something interesting there. And so he's my number two. Fantastic. Yeah. Great card. And you're right. That card back icing on the cake. Todd, where are you? All, all the, you know, the, the manager card backs we did, you know, this past year were pretty cool. You know, between yeah. Colby, Omega, you know, him, I think we're all pretty good. For sure. No, I, I agree. I, that, that one just for whatever reason, just, um, I don't know. It just struck me as the as the one that was just so cool that you know he's. Yeah. You know, I think we, we had the idea, but we weren't sure how to do it, and it kind of you know took a little bit of time. But I think we yeah, got 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 a good mechanic. I, I think I think we nailed it. And yeah. and uh, if you know, hold on. I didn't mean to sprain my shoulder patting ourselves on the back there. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 um, I I thought that was a good one. I, I liked all of them. To your point, though, I've liked doing all of the the manager cards. I think that it's been yeah. it's added something to the game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but that one in particular, just, I mean, it was fun. Even on the legend side with the Arnold Scullin card, like, I mean, again, an opportunity to do something different. And, and I, and I think that, you know, again, it's, it's a perfect parallel with, with the cards for, uh, reimagined, uh, this year, because you, you mentioned the Omega card. I, I mean, it was, it was a perfect way to, you know, to keep Omega baby face managing babyface you know wrestlers and yet give him the opportunity to get involved which you know in that fictional realm the fans would eat it up right yeah. you know they would love to see you know the legend get get involved in some fashion so uh i thought they worked out really well and, and the collector card i mean yeah the the, the idea that now it, it goes from just being sort of like a part of the story to actually being something that you can have happen in your fed, you know, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the, the run, which is really cool. Yeah. So I think it's Todd's turn. Number two, Todd. It, it is. And, uh, you know, why, while Sam tried to stay away from FTR, I did not attempt to do that at all. <laughs> uh, so my number See, two is, is a character that, uh, we, uh, created, uh, in, uh, Q2 there that, uh, I think initially we had different ideas for it. It kind of evolved, and and where it ended up was I was in a really great place, and and I've heard a lot of people really have enjoyed using her, and that is a Riot Girl. Um, I think just really unique character, um, you know, just kind of a you know cool overall vibe, uh, you know, good mix of you know kind of like the punk uh, influence there with the MMA overall, uh, and I think you know she can even kind of if you don't feel like doing an FTR, I think she could easily fit into some of the other places too, um, but just kind of really liked I think you know using her as a 
foil to um Sunny Rocket as, as far as you know writing out the story. I think she's been great with that and just you know top tier competitor. And you know, when you'll you'll see from the new book there uh that, that's coming out if you haven't read it yet, uh hopefully you'll you'll get it. We'll again we'll talk about that soon. Uh but uh yeah, that, that she's even taking even a bigger spot now, uh, like now. Um and uh so it's definitely really cool. And I like where she's come from and 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 that and where she's going. Fantastic. Um, so for my number two, I'm going to do something a little unorthodox here. It's kind of cheating, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and I'm going to do a tie um, for my number two. And wait a minute. Uh, I'm going to give. Wait I'm a gonna... minute. That's just now you're doing a top six. That's cheating. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm going to uh, to give it. You know, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and lean into a little bit of the uh, the FTR uh, here and. Uh, I had such a wonderful time, um, you know, kind of creating the, the the stats for this character and collaborating with Todd on the background for the character. And it's, it's, it's a little weird because I, you know, I'm, playing with a stacked deck and I know where this character is going and not everybody necessarily will. Um, but, uh, Hitora from the, the latest release and round of uh, prime. Um, I just think that, that Warner did a great job with the art and, and helping to realize something that was a little nebulous at times when we were trying to figure out what we wanted him to look like, you know, we had some, some strong thoughts and, and, and yet didn't necessarily have any sort of really good, um, you know, source material to draw from. So we did kind of have to leave it up to, to, to Warner to kind of pull something together out of the multiple things that we, that we put in his lab. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things that, that I, that I like about the character without patting myself on the back or anything too hard is that um, the idea that, you know, the use of, of the smoke in order to, you know, blind his opponents is something that's done out of desperation and, uh, you know, obviously comes with a high cost um, as opposed to it being um, a finisher or an alternate finisher or an offensive maneuver. It's basically a defensive maneuver. Um, and, I, you know, I just thought that that played well to the to the story that we're kind of trying to tell with the character. So, um We'll see. We'll see where he goes from here. Uh, but the other character, and and one of my favorite releases of the year, hands down. And 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 I just, you, you know, it's funny because I'm going to couple all this praise with a slight criticism, but that's okay because it's my list. Uh, is Istar from Twenty One Thirty Eight? I thought Istar was a fantastic character for multiple reasons. I, I enjoyed the way that he was written. Uh, I enjoyed the art, and I enjoyed the stats. I do, however, if I'm being completely honest, it thinks that it, it, it's it's you know amusing to think that we've got this rookie character um, who is clearly, uh, with the exception, obviously, of like you know Apex or whatever, uh, pretty 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 powerful for for being a rookie with room to grow, um, and would obviously mop the floor with the, you know other similar characters like uh, even going back to the original set like Pulsar, he seems to kind of be a nice parallel to, and yet at the same time, obviously, is a hell of a lot tougher, uh, but. All that said, I do love the character. I love the card. And uh, I, you know, it's one of those those characters that you kind of look at and you're like, all right, where are you going from here? Uh, and you hope that it's uh, it's nowhere but up. So there you go. There's 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 my uh, my cheat uh, for number two. Uh, and now we've made it to the number one spot. So. Mike, where's your number one? I'm going to have to go back to 2138, actually, uh, for my number one. And it's. Uh... 
a character who I think uh, very mysterious, um, kind of like one of your number twos, your cheating number twos. Um, <laughs> that you, they're not a lot. We know about the character really yet. I mean, we've heard the character speak, but but don't really know much about him. And that's uh, Zulfikar. Um, I just, I don't know what it is. Like when I first, uh, I think I read um, a draft before I ever saw any art on the character. And I was kind of, I wasn't as into it, but then I, the more I read, the more I liked it. And then the, when I saw the art, it's just perfect. I mean, this guy who's, you know, sort of with a hidden face and, you know, a sword and it's just sort of different. It's weird. It's like, where did he come from and why is he here? Um, he just has me intrigued. So, so Zulfikar, uh, with his cry, uh, Ninkarak, uh, finisher is my, uh, my number one. Nice. Yeah, I dig that card. I dig that art too. Probably should have made it. I mean, I, Daryl really, I mean, that's a tough piece of art to pull off. And Daryl, I thought, did a really good job with it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I, you know, like I said, he, he should have, he should have made my list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Todd, where are you, where are you landing for number one? Well, you know, there's there's so many great cards that have come out this year uh, through all the different sets that we've kind of talked about. Um, you know, I got there's there's probably so many other ones from 2138 that I you know should be including in here that uh, you know you guys have already hit on. But um, you know, for my number one, you know, I, I have to mention this one guy that you, you might say I'm a little biased here, and <laughs> and I would reply that I'd say I'm a lot biased here, and I'm going to give the number one spot. To the Torter Master himself, Totalis. That's right. The biggest upgrade to Totalis out there. He's set to take on tournaments everywhere, Kronos and beyond. Uh, but no, overall, I'll say I was excited to see a new card for him this year. He kind of overstayed his welcome in GWF, I felt. You know, he he doesn't usually stay around too long. At least while he was there, he was moving teams every year because he doesn't like to stay in any place too long but uh you know kind of seeing him off from the gwf i think it was it was about his time and you know kind of yeah could kind of now go into the tournament of uh of all the immortals uh there so um that is my number one totalis nice completely homer pick i think i think that might be the least surprising result of this whole thing oh yeah like, absolutely you i mean like I, I almost didn't put him in my honorable mention, but I thought I would hurt your feelings if I didn't. So no, you could you could yeah, leave you know, about it. I think I figured you know what? No, I mean it couldn't. I I, I just love that. I've always loved no, that. I, card, I, I, so. mean, I say that he's had. I mean, how many cards now? You got. Uh, uh, he's the original promoter madness. Um, we had him in uh, POW. We had yep. him in a GWFC again. We had the Infinity. yeah the next Z. Oh, one. sorry, yep. Ace was in before that. Uh, I forgot about Ace. Um, we've had him in GWF now. Yeah. Chronos. Is this like know. the sixth card? I, I think it's at least the sixth card. Yeah, but not That's, this is this is getting to like we're, we're almost at Wolf territory. I know exactly. I mean, <laughs> he might have beaten Wolf. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. That's but the thing is, good. I think like I also like how over time everybody's kind of done the card for him. It's kind of added a little something different in there too. So I think that that's pretty nice. So he's always kind of, you know, picked up as a little something different each time there along the way. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know where he goes from now. I guess he'll be he'll be over stuck in Kronos for 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 a while now with the portal broken and stuff there. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens to him in the long term. But uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> we'll have to get like somebody on that. Got to got to fix that portal. <laughs> Figure out what's yeah, going I'm on. I'm sure something there. will happen there eventually. There's there's some shady business going on there. So yeah, just call a plumber. Um. So <laughs> so uh, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I really did sneak a tour in there at the last minute because I wasn't going to do any more FTR. Uh, and and I thought, well, all right, well, if, if Todd's throwing some in there, I might as well do one more. Um, but uh, in in the least surprising category as well for for my number one, and honestly, when I was. Um, uh, you know, making my list, it was it was hard to tell whether or not this, this character was going to go number one or number two, uh, and I flip flopped Istar back and forth uh, with this character a couple of times. But um, it's Riot Girl, and you know, just what a privilege to be able to work on the game and to you know have a hand in creating an official character that it seems a lot of people really like. Um, and I know that Todd and I. You know, this was probably the character that we worked the hardest on, quite frankly, um, because she went through a lot of changes. And uh, I think we've mentioned this before. Initially, she wasn't even going to have stats. You know, she was just going to be like a manager slash commissioner kind of role. Um, and, you know, things kind of happened and and, and that wasn't in the cards, uh, so to speak. So, you know, we were like, well, let's keep this character uh, in play and, you know, let's just bring her in as a wrestler and see what happens. And so that's what we did. And uh, luckily it was, it was a success. Um, and I, I just think that the, where the story is going, um, you know, and obviously, like I said, I'm kind of playing with a bit of a stacked deck here, but uh, I, I think that just her importance to, to the story that we've been telling. And uh, obviously with this latest edition in particular, um I don't know. I just, I hope my, my hope is, is that we've created a sufficiently complex character that promoters can use her however they want. And it, and it still will ring true. And we've also created a card stat wise that uh, doesn't feel um, too overpowering and yet still will sit, you know, towards the top of your card because, you know, we wanted to kind of create um, that, that FTR uh, main event level, uh, you know, female competitor and 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 hopefully we succeeded in doing that uh, i think so but she, you know regardless of any of that she'll always hold a very very special place in my heart because uh again i just think it's the card that todd and i worked the hardest on and and she was certainly the most important to that first ftr that we that we put out the the riot time um um set for for prime and uh yeah at the risk of being too self-aggrandizing that's that's my number one uh just because it's a pretty damn special card for me so yeah there you have it. <laughs> so maybe, we should, right I gone, maybe I should have gone last. That way it would have been less self-aggrandizing. Probably. But that's just because we didn't get a future shock this year. Because if we got a future shock this year, I mean, come on, Mike. Like, you wouldn't have put one or two of those cards on your list and be honest. I'll let you know. <laughs> it, 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 it's not... Not that it's we're not there yet. We'll see so, what the best of 2023 list comes. Uh, in. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The best of 2023 uh, list is yet to come. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll try and set the bar in high a, in a year. Um, uh, all right. I just I just gotta say something about this because it it does not seem like it's it's possible. And 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 yet at the same time, we just got a text. I'm sure you guys got it too. Yep. Uh, from Ooh. Chad Olson saying that Jay Briscoe. 
has died. Um, oh boy! You know, I, I'm hoping that uh, we get some sort of confirmation on this one way or the other that it is not true. Um, but uh, at the same time, we can only kind of react in the moment, I suppose, um, to what to what we're seeing here. Um, yeah, no, Tony Khan actually tweeted it. So oh it's it's got to be it's got to be legit. My gosh, that's uh, wow. that's sad. sad, very sad. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's never. E- I mean, I know sometimes in the the wrestling business we um, that we all love, you know, we've become a little desensitized over the years to losing some people. But um, I mean, way too young way 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 too young for uh, i mean geez what is he 30 38? 38 yeah i mean it's it's just i mean very sad um like i said i hope that the news is not correct but it looks like just from what i'm uh uh seeing here on i mean it looks like the, somebody's already updated the wikipedia page even so um you know not uh not the news we want to be talking about but uh um, you know, that's just, uh, very, very, uh, very sad news. Yeah. It's almost, um, unbelievable. Um, I mean, I think when you think about a guy like Jay Briscoe, you see someone that worked incredibly hard for, two decades with a company that didn't always get the respect that it deserved. And some would argue that, you know, on the same token, neither did he, um, obviously a a complicated individual, um, who I, I think, uh, paid for some mistakes a little bit more than he, than he should have had to quite honestly. And, Anyone mm-hmm. who knows me might be surprised to hear that, but uh, I also am a big believer in forgiveness and compassion and, and moving on, especially when people seem to want to make good and make right. Um, but uh, there was certainly a time when there was no bigger star for the Ring of Honor fans than Jay Briscoe. Um, you know, he arguably helped to kind of carry that company through some times when they they'd lost a lot of big talent. Um, and, and, you know, Jay was one of the guys that, that stuck around. Um, and to, to, ha- to be a part of such an important tag team and then go on and have the singles run that he did um, and take part in some of their most famous angles, um, obviously the age of the fall angle and, and that image, you know, of the Briscoes upside down bleeding into the ring is pretty, you know, and and on Jimmy Jacobs for that matter is is one that's certainly ingrained uh, in a lot of people's minds. But um, you know, the latter wars and 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 uh, just his his contributions to that company, but also I think to independent wrestling um, over the past two decades um, are, are are pretty pretty large. And uh, it's shocking and surprising, regardless of what the circumstances are. You know, we don't know yet, um, but. It it also is worth mentioning that this is a guy who had a what three cards um, uh, in Phil Singer games the black and white a color you know tag team geared card and then the color singles card which, which had the Ring of Honor championship you know on the card as well right 
Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, like everybody, I mean, you know, I think I, you know, myself, I'm sure a lot of others saw him as a tag wrestler for so long, you know, because they were such a great tag team. And then him kind of breaking out as that singles champion for ROH, I think caught a lot of people by surprise just on like how great and what a great following he could have. I mean, you know, he had some amazing matches, including some fantastic ones with his brother too. I remember being at mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, Death Before Dishonors uh, with them fighting for the championship. It was amazing. I mean, those guys know how to knew how to put on an amazing show, whether together or against each other. Um, yeah, he'll definitely be missed. Yeah, it uh, looks like it was a car accident, is what Dave Meltzer's reporting. Uh, about five five thirty uh, earlier this evening. So. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Well, he was definitely someone that still had a lot to give, I think, to professional wrestling and, you know, quite frankly, might have been denied some opportunities that if you just looked at his resume and the work that he did in the ring, he should have had long ago. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, WWE decided not to hire him and his brother uh, for comments that had been made. And I know that AEW was a little shy uh, about using them, but. I mean, for my money, he had the he he took part in the best match of 2022. Um, that first tag match with uh, with FTR uh, against the Briscoes was I, I I just you know I'm a big yeah, all, fan. All three of those matches, all three, are yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that first one was just so yeah. I think incredibly special because it yeah. just I I don't think even though you thought it was going to be good, I just don't think anybody anticipated being it being what it was. Um, I mean, it's 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 to me, it's one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. Period. Uh, much less, you know, one of the best matches of last year. So, um, yeah, he will be missed, and uh, you know, certainly um, can only imagine, you know, what his family is 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 experiencing right now, and uh, certainly thinking about them and offering our thoughts, but, uh, that happens, you know, sometimes those things happen. I remember for the, you know, the quantum leap podcast, we were recording, uh, right as the news that Chadwick Boseman had died broke. And we just kind of had to stop and talk about it in the middle of the podcast. Cause it's like, well, that's, that came out of nowhere. Um, obviously this one's even more, I think hits a little bit closer to home being that we're a wrestling related podcast, but, uh, but yeah, so um, certainly don't want to end things on, on too much uh, of a down note and a sad note. Uh, But that said um, it is, it is about that time for us to get out of here. Um, Todd, anything (laughs) else you want to say? Well, yeah, it's tough to transition out of that. Um, you know, I, you know, I will mention, you know, one of the things I did want to bring up, um, you know, with, you know, kind of mentioning, we, you know, kind of went through the holidays, you know, one of the things I did want to say that I did, um, you know, get over the holidays was a book, um, the, uh, the Brian Gewertz book, uh, There's Just One Problem, which I know that Mike uh, has read before and enjoyed. Uh one of my, you know, I guess resolutions for the year was to amp up my reading a little bit more than I have been. I, 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 there's no way I could ever reach the level of you guys or the Uncharted Territories crew, but I'm going to try my best to at least read a little bit more than I did in 2022, which was not nearly enough. Uh, but I have started reading it. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a you know really fun, easy to read book with some great uh, viewpoints on uh, a lot of the stories of, of different guys that you kind of know from uh, from the WWE. Um, so really, really enjoying that so far. So definitely highly recommend it to, to anyone looking to pick up a wrestling book. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, I, I haven't read it, so I'll have to check that one out. Um, I, I think we're seeing so many great wrestling books. If, if all you decided to do was read wrestling books for the year, you would still be able to oh. amass quite a, a, a stack. Oh, yes. Um, well, uh, Mike, what about you? Is there anything interesting under the tree for you this year? Um, well, yeah, I got uh, a few nice things, but I guess I'm just, and you know, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction because the best thing I got was I got to spend a lot of time with my family. Um, and like I made a, you know, point of that, uh, this year and trying to make sure I did that. And I think, you know, in light of the news we just discussed, right. You never know what's happening. I mean, you, you can, you know, you can get that tap on the shoulder at any time and it's over. So I think that, you know, to me, um, you know, the best thing I got was the time I got to spend with people I loved. Um, and I encourage everybody, you know, there's lots of negative things in this world that can drag you down. I mean, obviously the news we just discussed is negative and can drag you down, but it, I think it just speaks to how important it is to embrace the positive things, the things that maybe you take for granted even sometimes, but, but the people around you who matter the most, enjoy that just enjoy it and that's the the best thing i think we you know we always talk about it around the holidays but we don't think of it as a new year's resolution um and i think that you know hey man it's great you know like i i enjoy doing this podcast with you guys i enjoy interacting with uh with everybody on the discussion boards uh you know all of our fans i think it's it's awesome that we have the chance to play in this little sandbox that tom created and uh you know i am uh, like I said, just grateful to be with you guys and uh, just wish uh, a good evening to my uh, friends out there on the Baltic. <laughs> well said, well said. Uh, I certainly want to echo uh, those, those comments. Um, yeah, it is, it is hard to, to, to transition uh, out of this and, and talk about much else because it does hit uh, close to home. And as Mike said, I mean, this time year coming out of the holidays and having the opportunity, uh, hopefully for many to spend time with uh, family and loved ones uh, was something that you got to take part in. Um, but uh, even if you didn't necessarily get to do it physically, there are obviously a lot of people in this community listening to this podcast um, that, that interact and, and, and are big part of that Phil Singer Games family day in and day out through the boards and the Facebook groups and discords and everything else that's out there, uh, emails, phone calls, text messages. And, um, I know, I know I'm grateful for it. Um, it has definitely been a, a bit of a difficult ride, uh, for the past month or so. Um, but not for any insurmountable reason, that's for sure. Um, and the, the good has certainly outweighed the, the bad by, by quite a bit. And, uh, much like Mike said, spending time with family was something that, uh, I got to do a lot of, um, over, over the holidays, um, in spite of everything else. Um, but in the meantime, um, take care of yourselves, stay safe out there watch out for one another uh roll out a couple briscoe matches and uh we'll be back soon enough with another brand new episode of roll up and remember promoters it's important 
always, always roll responsibly.